It was March 28, 2002, a typical 110-degree day near Kandali, India, when Shankar, the temporary crew support I'd hired to help me survive the last half of India, pulled up next to me. He said he'd be right back. He was just going to go fill the car with petrol. Please don't go. Please, please don't go, I begged, leaning through his window. Whenever you leave me, the men harass me and chase me and hassle me. Please don't go. Oh, stop. You are being very silly. They are very friendly to you. You will be fine. I'd be five minutes. Hurry, I yelled after him as he disappeared around the bend. At that moment, a truck roared around the same corner and headed right to me. The truck was so overloaded with its cargo of oranges that its burlap tarp was bulging over the sides. When he hit that curve, it sent him into a wobble that caught him up on two wheels and sent him careening out of control. I stopped walking and watched as he skidded to the left, to the right, to the left, and smack into a cow. The cow came flying through the air right toward me. Oh, good God, I thought, please don't let me die like this. How will my parents take the news that I was killed by a flying cow? I threw my hands over my eyes and ducked. The cow dropped a few yards ahead of me and bounced on the blacktop, dead. I stood with my mouth agape, unable to move, though grateful that my obituary did not include farm animals. Within seconds, I watched as the Hindus raced out of the village to the dead cow, weeping, praying, grieving over her holiness. The Muslims were right behind them, brandishing butcher knives, and I watched as they tore into the cow. Blood poured into the street. Don't look, don't look, don't look, I told myself. But I had to look, and I watched the Muslims lifting slabs of cow onto the backs of their bikes and strapping them down with bungee cords. My stomach came up to my throat, and I started gagging. I tiptoed through the blood puddles, dry-heaved past the dead cow, and made my way into the village. Immediately on my left was a group of women holding down a goat by all four limbs, and I started talking out loud to myself, Don't look! Don't look! Don't look! But I had to look, and at that very moment, a woman cut the throat of the poor goat in what appeared to be a religious sacrificial goat killing. The shock of it, while still in the throes of hurling from the cow, launched me into another bout of dry heaves, but I didn't have a moment to recover. A group of men had just spotted me and started yelling, Madam! Madam! One moment, please! Madam! Now all the men in the village knew there was an unaccompanied woman in their midst and sprang out of the woodwork. I picked up my pace, burst into a sprint, running through the village, gagging, blood on my shoes, the dead cow, the poor goat. I might faint. Oh, God, don't let me faint. I turned around to judge my progress and saw what appeared to be every male in the village, along with a parade of goats, cows, chickens, and stray dogs, too, running after me. Madam, one moment, please. Madam. At the far end of the village, a truck had just plunged off a bridge. Its two back tires caught the railing, leaving it swinging above the creek below. The men, and ensuing goats, cows, chickens, and stray dogs, too, immediately changed their focus and ran to the riverbank to assist the driver as I continued running, heaving, puking, out of town, and finally slowed to catch my breath. Within seconds, Shankar drove up beside me. You see? he said oblivious. You are just fine. Had this happened to me at the very beginning of my five-year journey, I would have cried uncle. All right, all right, never mind. I'll take that job back, please, and the condo, too, and would have found a way to live happily beneath the weight of a dream unfulfilled. But by that day in March 2002, I had been on the road for two and a half years. Though I was unaware of it at the time, it was exactly to the mile, mile 7,062, 
halfway through my walk around the world, and I had come to accept, even expect, the loony and exasperating demands of the road. Heck, even the good times were demanding. But when people ask, did you ever feel like quitting? I can honestly say no. Not once. Not ever. Not even the time I was nearly killed by a flying cow. <laughs>